Hello and welcome to Math Matters, the world's first podcast dedicated to all things oral healthcare. I am your host, Hudson Hector, a dentist and hygienist. And I'm Jennifer Mitchell, a registered dental hygienist with a passion for making people smile. Each week, we'll dive into fascinating topics, expert advice, and practical tips to help you achieve and maintain a healthy and beautiful smile. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to explore the wonderful world of oral health together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Math Matters, the second episode. And today we'll be talking about why brushing matters. I'm here, your host, Hudson Hector, and my co-host. Hi, Jennifer Mitchell here. And today we will be talking about brushing. It's why, if, why does it matter? Why brushing really matters? That's a good question. Why does brushing matter, Hudson? Brushing is re- brushing matters. The reason for that, it is important when you brush your teeth, you remove food and plaque, and that is a sticky white film that form on your teeth and contain bacteria. Jennifer, can you tell us about those bacteria? I know that you have a background in microbiology and yes. please tell us about those bacteria. Yes. So um, I have a degree in biology, concentration in microbiology. So working in the dental field is really important to me because I think of it in very tiny microscopically. So when we're talking about bacteria, we're talking about a teeny tiny little organism that you can't see with your eyes. It's basically invisible to our naked eyes. And bacteria causes all of our dental woes, cavities, gingivitis, gum disease. All of it is caused by a little teeny tiny bacteria that lives and grows in your mouth. Including including bad breath, they're also called halitosis. Mm-hmm. Yes. So exactly. it's, all, it's all bacteria. Anything that goes on in the mouth, it's all bacterial related. And fun fact, the mouth is the dirtiest place in your whole body. It's completely overrun and contaminated and full of bacteria. They, that's so true. But at the same time, I don't want uh, people to think, oh, bacteria is that bad guy. However, we have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria. Yes. And the problem is when the bad guys, the bad bacteria, you have more of those bad guys than the good guy. Right. That will uh, cause problem because everyone has the same amount of bacteria in the mouth. They have the same over 330 species of bacteria. Yes. However, there's a the bacteria that does not need oxygen that they call anaerobic or anaerobic bacteria because you can have your mouth closed and they are doing the work and then the good bacteria they need oxygen to keep the balance in in the mouth. Yeah. The, the good you need good and bad bacteria. The good bacteria actually fights off and staves away bad bacteria. So you're right what you're saying. Not all bacteria is bad bacteria. You have to have good bacteria in there as well. And um, brushing helps to balance out that good and bad bacteria. So it's not just all bad bacteria. Exactly, exactly. And one other thing, after you eat a meal or snack that contains sugar, that the bacteria love. Mm-hmm. Because what the bacteria, what they do, they just produce an acid that 
attack the tooth enamel, right? Yep, the enamel. That's the, the, yeah, the enamel, that's where white you see has a, they call it, you know, the crown part of the mouth, mm -hmm. you know, the pearly white. Yes. Uh, I prefer to say pearly white than pearly yellow, right? Right. <laughs> we only want white. We want the white one. Uh, or the translucent, a uh, uh, calcify meal that is in the mouth. Those bacteria produce an acid, the same way you see the uh, acid in a battery, like, you know, for the car, that the same, almost the same type of battery, uh, acid that attack the enamel and that give cavities, we call it, I prefer to call it a demineralization of yeah. the enamel. And those same toxins as well, affect the bone that supports uh, the teeth. Uh, later on, we will uh, revise that when we're going to study the periodontal disease, when we're going to have bone loss and all of that. Yes. Those are the same bacteria that cause that problem. But now, what happens if you don't brush your teeth? What happens if you don't brush your teeth? Regularly. <laughs> Lots of bad things happen when you don't brush your teeth. Preventable bad things. Exactly, because plaque builds up on teeth and can harden into tora. You know, plaque is the softened a biofilm. Tora is, I call it like a piece of stone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. adding to tora. And, and also, in... really quick, um, biofilm, the plaque, which is a biofilm, um, and a biofilm just means colonies of bacteria. So when you think of plaque on your teeth, it's just a whole city of bacteria hanging out on your teeth just having a good time destroying your teeth exactly exactly it's almost like you're into a big city and people walking like it's like those bacteria working in your city yeah. in your mouth mm -hmm. uh, definitely and that provides a nice environment for those bacteria to thrive that's to mean exactly you get more bacteria on those turtle like those hardened surfaces a, than even the plaque itself. And when the plaque is formed, you have like 24 hours in the bacteria, the plaque, the turtle itself, it's more hours, I believe it's like 48 to 72 hours. That's when after you brush or after you get your cleaning and your prophylactic cleaning at the dentist with your hygienist, that's that forming. That's the reason that you have to keep on brushing regularly. Mm -hmm. Now, now the question now, how often someone's supposed to brush? Yeah, how often um, do we brush? What do you tell your patients, Hudson? Generally, I said to my patients, it's important to brush at least twice a day. Yes. The reason I, because I said twice a day is because you are quite busy at work. Mm -hmm. And I said the most important time to brush is at night. Mm -hmm. because during the day you eat you talk you know but at night you close your mouth most time most people mm -hmm. close their mouth and the same anaerobic type of bacteria that we talk that cause a evoke in your mouth you know that give the periodontal diseases the cavities now they say yes you know there is a party there is food for us yeah. let's produce some acid when your you know? mouth is closed at night, it's warm, it's dark, it's moist, and it's that's exactly what the bacteria loves to grow. That's their environment, dark, warm, moist area. So the bacteria really grows 
fast at nighttime. And that's why exactly. brushing at night is the most important time to brush. Exactly, because there's less oxygen in the mouth where the good bacteria can thrive. Now mm -hmm. it's, it's playtime, you know, for yeah. the plated for the those anaerobic bacteria that cause the problem. Yeah, I'm sure later on when we're going to talk about periodontal disease in future episode, we will generally go over those type of bacteria, each of them, what they cause, the you know, all of that. And all I cannot bad. wait for that episode. Yeah, me too. I love talking about bacteria. I love exactly. bacteria. Just exactly. not the bad bacteria in our mouths. One, Yes, uh, we talk about often. I ask patients, how often do you brush your teeth? I have a patient that told me, I brush my teeth anytime I take a shower. Yes. Yeah, that's, you know, that's okay. If you take a shower twice a day, why mm -hmm. not? You know? Yeah. But that person say, you know, I take it like two, three times a week. I a shower? Any brush your teeth? <laughs> And I always say, okay, that's good. That's mean you want to do it more often because at least you need to brush your teeth twice a day. Okay, and yeah. when is even that, when is the best time? I always say to my patients, before you go to bed, it's mm -hmm. important to go, to floss your teeth, mm -hmm. brush and use a mouthwash, yeah. right? That's my protocol pretty much. Yeah, That's the way to get those guys out. Because in the morning, most people will do it because they don't want to wake up with bad breath anyway. Mm -hmm. That does all some of those bacteria will cause anyway. You will right. do it. My personal habit now is to I do it at night, and then I in the morning I prefer to eat breakfast mm -hmm. first because if you do it before you eat breakfast, what are you brushing anyway? Right. Because you want to remove those particle of food and those plaque out first. That's why you should wait. You eat your breakfast. Some people, oh, my mouth is too dirty. But I if know. you brush at night, it's not as dirty as you think. Right. That's why the reason for brushing is to remove those sugary stuff, those particles. Exactly. And if you have time during the day, like it's good that I'm in the dental office, I take a toothbrush mm -hmm. and have my toothbrush in after my lunch break, I brush, floss brush. And I have my mouthwash anyway right. to keep that going. But some people don't have that luxury, mm -hmm. you know, to have that. I always say to people, at least 10 minutes after, you know, if you have your toothbrush, which you just wet it, uh, you don't have, even to have a toothpaste, right? No, yeah. and just dry brushing. I always recommend dry brushing. Whenever someone's like, I don't have time to brush, I say, don't confine yourself to the bathroom. Don't confine yourself to a sink. You can take your toothbrush wherever you're going and just dry brush. You don't even need toothpaste or anything. Exactly. Just it in your mouth. Exactly, exactly. It's very important because what you are doing is disturbing, disturbing the flora, disturbing the the bacteria cycle. You know, right. of producing those acids that will affect, that will attack the teeth and the gum later on. Right. Definitely, definitely. It's it's a, it's a good way to to do that. And other question. How is it too late to start brushing again? Because is some people never do that. <laughs> you know, I hear that a lot with patients. They always say, I never took care of my teeth and it's too late. It's too late for me now. Just 
take out all my teeth and I'll wear dentures. And I always tell my patients, it's never too late to start a dental hygiene or a dental care routine. And also teeth are very forgiving and you can always hop on board at any time. If you fall off, you can always hop back on. So it's never too late to do better um, or make improvements when it comes to your oral care. Exactly, because it's never too exactly it's never too late to make your oral health a priority again. You know, no matter how long you've been without a dental care, brushing. I've I have I had a patient for haven't been brushed for forty five years mm -hmm. because of because of depressions. We're going to have a mental health counselor on the show one day too. Yes, see definitely. the link between depression and mental health and dental care. That is very important. Very and important. How does, and how those same bacteria that we are talking about, how that can even affect your mental health as well, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, it's it's never too late. It's never too late to start brushing, to start to take your oral health again as right. a priority. And that is the reason that we start that podcast to tell you that to help you in your journey to better off your dental or oral health. Yeah, oral health, it's a journey and we're here to help anybody out who has questions and just wants to know more because exactly. knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, knowledge is power. That's why we want to equipped our uh, our uh, patients our audience with the knowledge they need that they can make a decision for themselves mm -hmm. that will better them later in life and even their family because kids learn from their parents especially right. especially oral health especially right. dental anxiety they mm -hmm. learn it from it's a learned behavior that they learn from parents and from right associate for people close to them and yeah. oral, oral health um with in regards to um oral health is one of those things that it is private and parents teach children that so when it comes to oral health you only know what your parents taught you and that's all you know some people were never taught to brush they don't know anything about it so we want to make sure that everyone knows about it, that parents know what to do so they can also pass that information on to their children. Exactly. It's very important. Very and important. now, what happens if someone, uh, they are not brushing after a week, you know? What happened after not brushing for a week? Ooh, stinky breath. <laughs> Weak enamel definitely. The the enamel definitely starts weakening, full of bacteria. Exactly, definitely. After a week, the enamel of your teeth become weakened and start to pretty much start to fill. And the plaque that hasn't been removed will increase the development of bad breath. Mm -hmm. And the reason why bad breath. Um, when you have a lot of bacteria, bacteria breaks things down. Like think of garbage, like rotting garbage. There's bacteria in there. It's breaking it down. It's trash. And when you don't brush, all that food buildup sits on your teeth and then the bacteria break it down. Just think of it as like a trash can. It's stinky, stinky trash. Yes, yes definitely. Like we said, like those bacteria, they're always to produce, you know, to produce acid to break things down. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they will break down your teeth and then that when you're going to have some what we call cavitation. Cavitation. You know? the, and that the, the first whole. exactly and you start you start having the first step of cavities that we call incipients, it carries, and that starts to become bigger. You have moderate caries, and then that leads to having like a fill a tooth. and then that gives you like to you have to see a endodontist later yeah. on because it's become closer to the pulp. Yeah, the cavity yeah. can get so big it reaches like the nerve of the tooth. Exactly. And then, exactly. And you gotta see a specialist. De- definitely. And to have a wood canal done, it's like, you know, you kill the tooth, remove the circulation, the nerve and all of that. That is not cheap. No, very expensive. It and can then, be a thousand even more for yeah. a, pro, a, 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 pro, a canal. I, I'm excited to have it. I'm excited to have the under dentist, one friend on the show, a, to explain all those stuff to patient. Why is it important? You right. know? And this mm-hmm. is what would kind of, you know, uh, and then plus after that, you have to pay for a person core or build up. Yeah. Plus the was, crown. I that was going to say, like, <laughs> the root canal itself is one procedure, and that's also a lot of money. And then after to protect the tooth, because now the tooth is dead, you have to also get a crown or some other type of buildup on the tooth. And then that in itself is an entirely different procedure. Also a lot of money too. Exactly. And it will depend on what type of crown. If it's crown with ceramic, is it zirconia? Is it like, you know, Gold crown. <laughs> Gold crown is a platinum diamond, diamond crown. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a lot for to consider when that happened yeah we're talking about like you know if you don't do that after a week you're going to have bad breath and clinic a plaque reading tooth is difficult right because mm-hmm. we will be difficult to uh, to remove it with brushing mm-hmm. again i don't want you guys come to see us and when you have like those thora that you know that look very old in all those bacteria and most like when you see those strata that look especially under the gum that look like thorn in a rose they're already causing damage you will start your your bones start melting yeah the bacteria destroys the bone it deteriorates the bone exactly periodontitis periodontal disease right there Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no reversing that. Like your, your bone holding your teeth in place, it's different than your arm bone or your leg bone. Your arm bone and your leg bone, if it's broken, it'll grow back. But exactly. the bone holding your teeth in place, once it's deteriorated, it's gone. It doesn't grow back ever. So that's okay. why brushing and flossing is important so we can maintain that good bone holding our teeth in place to keep our mouths and our teeth healthy. Exactly, exactly. Now, we've been talking about brushing a lot, you know, the importance of brushing. But what are the tools people should be using? Should they use whatever things to brush? I have experienced like, oh, how many years since 2000, 2005 or something like that? I went to, I went, I went to Africa. A, I went to Africa in a mission trip and I was... I was one of the two dentists that was in the trip. Yep. And I see in Senegal, I went to Senegal 
went to different villages to help people. I remember it was a great time. I see over five on over five hundred patients. Yeah, wow. over five hundred patients in less than I spent nineteen days, but not nineteen days in campus, but you know, working. And you saw five hundred patients in nineteen yeah. days. Yes, that's crazy. We see, we see a lot of patients, a lot of extraction, mm -hmm. a lot of you know minor surgery. Yeah, you know, that was the best. The, my prime time. Yeah, <laughs> my and those people really needed it and really were glad you were there. Yeah, and a lot of those people, what happened? They have some nice, pearly white teeth. Yeah, they do. And the problem was the gum. Ah, mm -hmm. the problem yeah. was the gum. And unfortunately, if you don't have enough bones support, you have to have extraction. Yeah, even, the people will fall out too. Exactly. Even in the practice where I'm working, I sit often, people have good teeth, and you have to remove everything. And I remember I have a patient, I'm not going to say anything about that patient, a young person, 45 years old, mm -hmm. you know, well-educated, pretty much in, you know, a professional working for a high, you know, big company mm -hmm. and scared to go to the dentist for a while. And when the patient come, don't have any cavities, mm -hmm. but eight, 10 millimeter packet. Yeah. And yeah. we sit down with the periodontist. There's, that thing was like extraction. Yeah. All of it, the fastening and then do four in a, do implant up and bottom, four and five in a, five and five and four. It's, it's, it's really, that's really hurt me, you know, yeah. because a young guy like at 45 to lose all your teeth and then you have to have implant. Yeah. And my concern was like, even having implants, if you are not taking care of it, you're going they to have, you. you're going to fail. You're going to have what they call mucositis, mm -hmm. you know? It's when, all to do with bone. Like the implant goes right into the bone. You got to keep that bone healthy. Even though there's no tooth there, you still have to keep that implant healthy. Because if the bone fails, the implant, it literally will just come out. Not even the implant only. Even having a denture, mm -hmm. you don't have enough bone to have resistance for the infantile to see. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, so that's mean. And it can be prevented by brushing. Brushing and flossing. You know, flossing, brushing. You know, you have the mouthwash, all of that to help you go through. Okay. Now, something is very important. Mm -hmm. Patient keep asking, what is the best toothbrush for me to use? Yes. What is the best toothpaste to use? Because yes. of that is part of the brushing. Mm -hmm. What do you advise your patient, uh, Jennifer, to use for toothbrush? Toothbrush, I always recommend an electric toothbrush, any brand. Um, when it comes to patient care, everyone's different. And what works for me might not work for you. So I always recommend um, you might have to try a dif different products. You might have to shop around to find something that works best for you. But I always recommend at least an electric toothbrush with a pressure sensor. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, for me, I recommend I don't have, you know, some patient want to be in control. They prefer to use a manual to brush. But what I say, make sure that you use like a soft bristle to brush. Yeah, soft bristle. Or uh, ultra soft. Yes. 
because no medium, poster, it says no you don't heart. want to you know it's not like you have a part you are like cleaning with like those big uh, how, how they call it i don't even remember the name that's uh, not spongy like, yes <laughs> exactly Super you know that. Just brush your enamel brush your teeth and gums right out of there just massage your gum exactly soft and, and then use a you know do that and one of the things patients love to ask oh what type of toothpaste i should use mm -hmm. there is a lot of toothpaste a lot out, out there and so most of them are good use a less abrasive type of toothpaste it is mm -hmm. important it is I, important i would also say um calm down on the whitening toothpaste whitening toothpaste is very abrasive, abrasive it removes definitely. it removes a fine layer of enamel off of your teeth that's what gives it the whiteness so whitening toothpaste i do not recommend only every once in a while if you want to boost whiteness but consistency exactly. is a no-no just a regular to remove uh, some stands is sometime once in a while yes mm -hmm. definitely definitely that is a i agree with you 100 percent that's the way to do that because it will remove the enamel, mm -hmm. the thin layer of enamel. It's, you know, use a less abrasive, use a one that have a fluoride in it. Fluoride. I know, yeah, I know a lot of people now have, they are skeptical about fluoride. That's another episode that we will talk That's about a, fluoride. That'll be a big episode later. Yes, yes, because there is a lot of stuff about it out there, not to use fluoride. Yeah. And, you know, just like a, like fluoride is just, fluoride is not, fluoride is not a chemical. Uh -huh. I want people to know that it's a mineral. It's a natural mineral that occurs that, in, in okay. the, on the earth, in the earth. In the earth. It's yes. from nature. It's from nature. Anything from nature is a pretty much good. And it's good yourself. Your body needs fluoride as uh -huh. well. Because I, it's I, a mineral. It's not only your teeth. I do want to preface, um, like with anything, too much of a good thing is bad. So like you can have too much water and you can get sick and die. You can have too much oxygen. You can get sick and die. You can like, just like that, you can have too much of things. You can have too much fluoride as well. But if you use fluoride toothpaste and mouthwash correctly, you will not you will not overdose on it. Um, it's really difficult to do. You literally have to drink a bottle of fluoride rinse and eat a tube of fluoride toothpaste to get really sick. So a lot of people are concerned. Mean, do you mean put it in the bread? Yes, the just pour your toothpaste out <laughs> like, on the bread, like the peanut. A sandwich, and just eat it. <laughs> you're going to get sick. But if you're using it correctly and responsibly, um, you are totally fine. A lot of people out there are scared to use fluoride because they think it's going to make them sick. They're, it's going to calcify their brains and things like that. If you're using it correctly, it's totally safe. And I just want to exactly. preface that. And there is some science, a scientific study behind it. And unlike so many people out there just throw their opinion and then they want it to become a reality. They're, like I always say, someone's opinion doesn't have to become your reality in, mm -hmm. in anything. It's the same thing as oral healthcare. Mm -hmm. It's someone's opinion about fluoride and it's nothing like that particular. I have a patient, oh, I don't want fluoride. I say, what you don't like about fluoride? And sometimes they don't even know what is really fluoride. Right. I want you to know again, it's a natural minerals fine on earth. And the best thing, fine in Connecticut, where I am, I'm excited 
right? That's where they discover it. Oh, and, in Connecticut? In Connecticut, the first wow. time they discovered fluoride. It's, you know. Interesting. Uh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah. And, and they even have the, I remember I went to a events, you know, a workshop. And they have the first piece of fluoride that they ever discovered. It's still there. Wow. Yeah. Did you know some water, um, some uh, water, um, natural water sources are naturally fluorinated because it occur yeah. fluoride occurs naturally in nature. In the earth, yes, yes, def def definitely, definitely. It's like on like in Polo Springs, some um, Evian or something like that. Yeah. Your like I'll say again, your teeth need fluoride. Your body need fluoride. Mm -hmm. It's a natural minerals that will help you. And then if when we go there, I will tell you how many, you know, diseases and all those stuff that fluoride can even prevent to, uh, mm -hmm. people to have. Yeah, I'll be yeah. interested to hear about that later. Yeah. And yeah, if we go back to the bro to the brushing, yeah, that is, yeah, pretty much that's part of it. You use less abrasive type of uh, toothpaste. And if you already have cavities, there is there the, your dentist, your hygienist will prescribe you, will advise you to get a, a, a I can say prescription of fluoride toothpaste. Uh huh. Yes, I'm not. There are so many out there. Yes. Uh, such as Previdence, uh, such as Clean Pro. Fluoridex. There's so many out there. Fluoridex. Yeah, yes, de tons. definitely tons Just of it one. with different flavor. Just. Yes. You know, whatever they recommend or you feel like your taste can support as well, it's important, right? Um, also, um, really quick, I just want to point out we're going to be all inclusive to all types of um, thoughts and opinions in regard to oral health. Um, just like you mentioned, some people don't want fluoride and that's totally fine. You are, you know, the boss of your oral health. So you get to decide what you want to do with your body. And um, some people don't want to do fluoride. I think a good alternative to fluoride, there is something called hydroxyapatite toothpaste. And um, it's also the same building blocks that enamel is made out of. And that's also a good alternative to fluoride for those who don't want fluoride. Yeah, different. Uh, one of the things that a lot of time I realize people don't really want fluoride is because they don't really know the importance of fluoride or what is really fluoride. And I take my time sometimes to explain that to them why it is, you know, how it's binding to the teeth to form the hydroxyfluoroapatite. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, sealed. Let's say they have sensitivity because of brushing. And one of the reasons people are supposed to have that. You know, let's let's leave that for later because we're yeah. talking about brushing. We talk yeah. about fry. I'm so excited about that topic. Let's yeah, leave that too. topic for I now. Think, and, uh, sorry, folks. Let's go back to our brushing. Yes, and I talk about that. We have manual a uh, uh, toothbrush, and I recommend to my patients to change that every 30 days because by mm -hmm. the time 30 days, full with bacteria, and mm -hmm. you know, you it's already say okay, goodbye. You know. Yeah. They're already it's, open. It's okay. Dirty. It's good. Like yeah, 30, it's 30 days. Dirty. If you have electric toothbrush, because it's quite more expensive for the mm -hmm. toothbrush head, mm -hmm. I say about like two to three months, you can mm -hmm. change it. But I always say at least every season. So that's four times a year, every three months at least. Yes. Yes, I agree. Like to see a way for people to, re to remember. Mm -hmm. And during those three months, there is something that's very important. I always to my patients that call hygiene of the toothbrush. 
Mm -hmm. Right? You know, how, what the easiest thing to do is get hydrogen peroxide. Mm -hmm. You leave the toothbrush head and it's for some good three to five or even more hours. What it does, because the hydrogen peroxide have the oxygen in it, the hydrogen in just like some of most of those bacteria in just, you know, blow them up, you know, explode mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. and kill all the, those bacteria. And then you use mm -hmm. hot water and you wash them away. Mm-hmm. In the toothbrush, yeah. that's like a quick way to disinfect. Disinfect exactly. Or if or some people have like a little pack that puts a, the head to brush. He has like you use UV light. Yeah, clean, UV light. UV light yeah. to clean that as well. There are lots of different ways to disinfect your toothbrush. Maybe we'll talk about all the different ways in another episode. But there are tons of different ways. Exactly. Exactly. And I believe in the first episode, we talked quickly about a brushing techniques. Mm -hmm. There is different brushing techniques. And, but the, you want to talk a little bit about that, Jen? Um, you, you go ahead and talk about it. You touched base on it the episode before. So go ahead and tell us about it. And um, I have my toothbrush here and I'm going to, I'm just going to see if I can mimic the motion as you talk about it. Okay, great. Okay, for the best cleaning actions, right? It's hold your toothbrush at a 45 degree angle, right? 45 yeah. degree angle. Toward and the gums. Yes, focus on the gum line. Use gentle circular motions to brush the outside, right? Yeah, you want to gently and, brush and massage the gums as you brush the teeth. Exactly, because remember, it has like nerve, it has like a, a, a circulation, you know, vein in arteries and all of that. Inside, in, mm -hmm, as well as the showing surface of every tooth. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to brush or scrub your tongue before uh. you are done. Yes, some toothbrush has like a scratchy part for you to scrub your tongue. And like I know Jennifer loves the is a tongue scraper. A tongue scraper. Because, you know, you have the thrush, you have all this bacteria that can be yellowish mm -hmm. or can be whitish. Or black. On the tongue or black. Black, you know, hairy. unless something that called have black hairy tongue. That's black something hairy in another tongue. Exactly. And I know the episode will go over that, you, you know, because your tongue supposed to be pinkish. Mm -hmm. not reddish because reddish indicate a lack of vitamin mm -hmm. B mm -hmm. and magnesium and all of that. That's yeah. another episode, but I another want to like, yes, yeah. another episode. Yeah. It's important eh, that you do that. That's the best technique of brushing, brushing your teeth. You know, there is brass technique, there is brass modify and all of that. But so far is the best technique about the circular movement. And I think that's the most technique that we learn from our parents. And there's a thing back and forth. A lot of people brushing their teeth back and forth. That yeah. is really bad. It's like you are cutting the neck of your tooth while you're doing that, especially if the toothbrush is not as soft or ultra soft toothbrush. Right. And you're just brushing in like one area. Like when you go in circles, you're kind of widening that area of brushing and um, you're getting more like in between the teeth and around the gums and you're just getting more surface when you go exactly, in. Exactly. 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 Definitely. 
Okay, Jennifer, do you want to go for the brushing, our brushing session, even you are doing it right now? Yes, it's time for a brushing break. So That's your time. That's my time. It's my favorite time. We're going to be accountable um, about getting brushing in. And um, uh, something someone told me once that really stuck with me, um, brushing means that you love yourself. So make sure that you love yourself more, love yourself often. Um, look at yourself, look at the small details, love yourself from the top hair on your head all the way down to your pinky toe. And we're going to brush and we're going to love ourselves. So two minutes. Exactly. Here we go. Like remember the motion. You do the remember outside. The yeah, we're going to start on the outside. Angle your mm -hmm. Yep. 45 degree angle toward the guns. Mm -hmm. Little hitty circles. Mm -hmm. Inside. And think to yourself, mm, I'm taking care of myself. I'm massaging my gums. I'm massaging my teeth. Just like this spa, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Get in there. Close your eyes if you have to. And you just, are living it up. Just, yeah, like for that moment, you're just taking such good care of yourself. And think, I'm getting all that bacteria out of there. No stinky breath, no stinky bacteria. Mm -hmm. mm, get it out of there. Mm. And just take a moment to yourself. It's only two minutes. It's only two minutes. You can you can spare two minutes out of your 24 hours. Get it done. Mm. Get the top teeth. Get the bottom teeth. Uh -huh. Get around the gums. Get in there. Little bitty circles. Take your time. If you're rushing, you're brushing too fast. Too fast and too hard. You're going to miss spots. You're going to brush away your gums and your teeth. We don't want that. When, when you say missing, it's like leave, leave bacteria behind. What did you say? When you say missing some spot, it's like yep. you're leaving bacteria behind to continue yep. to do the work. You got to get in the nooks and crannies. You don't want to leave anything. Mm, always done. And then also another thing, when you're done brushing, feel your teeth with your tongue just to make sure. A clean tooth is going to feel slick and smooth and uh, shiny. And then a dirty tooth, if there's still bacteria on there, it's going to feel rough and fuzzy. So when you're done brushing, take just 10 seconds to just feel your teeth with your tongue. And if you feel a little spot, go back and hit it. Check it again. If it feels good, then you're all done. And that concludes our brushing break. Awesome. Awesome. Now it's time for our dental facts. Dental facts. I'm excited. Nice, nice. The dental fact today, it's about the history of the toothbrush. Okay. It shows a little bit of something. Mm -hmm. Have you ever asked yourself when, you know, when toothbrush, when to start with that toothbrush? Do people use their finger before? Does people okay. use a spongy or, you know, whatever to mm -hmm. use? A blade of grass to like pick in the teeth. Exactly. Or the, or the quality branch of tree. Or... Right. <laughs> but the first toothbrushes, invented were very simple mm -hmm. but that doesn't discount their effort to get the job done it won 3500 before christ oh. the egyptians and the babylonian were the first to use this simple invention so 5000 years ago the egyptians made toothbrushes yes 3000 wow. before christ that's mm -hmm. been a while back then they used materials such as tree twigs 
bird feathers, mm. and animal bones. Mm. They would chew on one end of the object until it was soft like a brush. Uh -huh. And this mechanical action helped to remove plaque from their teeth and helped to stimulate their gum tissue. Nice. How interesting is that? Yeah, that people figured that out so long ago. Even they were loving themselves and brushing their teeth. Wow. And guess what? To brushes for all, the first mass-produced toothbrush was produced in Europe mm -hmm. in 1700. It's like in 1780. 1780. In 1770, William Addis had been jailed for causing a riot. <laughs> While he was in prison, he realized mm -hmm. that using a rag with soot and salt on his teeth could be improved. He saved small bones from one of his meal and then drilled small holes into it. He added tufts of bristle into the holes in the bones and then sealed the hole with glue to help hold the tufts together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's and he did all this in prison. All in prison. Yeah. <laughs> he started a business manufacturing toothbrush, which made him very wealthy. He passed away in 1808, and, and by 1840, Britain, France, Germany, and Japan were mass-producing toothbrush. What year was that again? That was by 1840. 1840. And, so just yeah. a few years, really. Yeah. Nice. And guess what? The first patent for a toothbrush in the United States came in 1857. And mass production came to the United States in 1885. And at the time, the toothbrush was composed of a bone handle with Siberian boar hair bristle. It is really interesting about the history of toothbrush. Yeah, that is really interesting. Yeah, that's what I have for you guys today about in our dental facts. Hopefully you enjoy it and you know about a little bit about the history of toothbrush. And the meantime, Jennifer and I encourage you to take time, take two minutes of your day, mm -hmm. at least twice a day. Thank That's you. been four minutes, four, four minutes. minutes out of 24 hours. We'll say five minutes just to give you time to get the toothbrush. Get the toothbrush and fill your, and fill your tooth with, with your tongue to make sure it's clean. Yes. So five minutes total. Toothbrush. And remember, it's part of your hygiene routine because you're supposed to floss, brush, and I advise my patient to use a mouthwash to get the job completed. And tongue scraper. Tongue scraper to get all those guy, bad guys out because they love the tongue anyway. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, that's it. That's conclude our episode of, uh, for today. Do you have anything to conclude the episode, Jen? I think um, we did a great job talking about why brushing. I think we hit all the high points. I think we talked about some interesting things, and I hope someone learned something. Yes, I'm hoping that see, someone started, you know, I, that will create awareness. That's the reason that we started that podcast to create awareness about oral health. Yeah. Yes. And I want people to make oral health as a priority because it starts with the mouth. The yes. mouth is the gate of the body. The whole body. That's why mouth Ma matters. matters. <laughs> and we'll see you guys at the next episode.
Bye. Bye. That's it all for today's episode of Math Matters. Thank you so much for joining us on our journey to better oral health. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on social media or email us at mouthmatterspodcast at gmail.com. Keep in touch and send us your feedback. Until next time, keep smiling and remember your mouth matters.